Welcome to the Randy Gravit Leadership Podcast, where we help you lead the hardest person you will ever lead, yourself. Here's your host, someone who believes leadership begins at home, Randy Gravit. I'm so excited. It is Christmas week. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode as we take a look back on 2020, some of the things we've learned and I got some cool stuff that I'm going to share with you today that that we've been um, thinking about and processing. I think they're going to help me be a better leader next year, and hopefully they'll they'll add some value to you as well. Uh, before we talk about that, I want us to uh, think about 2021. We've we've got our course coming out, 21 days to your best year ever. And I'm I'll tell you what I'm certain of at this point after all these years of leadership. If I go into a year and I don't have a plan, I just wing it, hope it gets better, that's not going to work. And so for you, I'm guessing you're a lot like me, that if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a framework, if you don't have a self-leadership blueprint to help you, I don't know how you're going to, I really don't know how you're going to go from where you are to what could be your best year ever, which is what we're believing. So we created a course, 21 Days to Your Best Year Ever. It's the course I always wanted to go through. I couldn't find it, so we just built the thing because I knew there were leaders like you out there who, who there's greatness in you, and, and it needs to be unleashed. And so we really want to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. So here's what I want to challenge you to do. I, I encourage you to do. I guess I would say it that way. Buy yourself this course. Make the investment in yourself. It's it, You need to get yourself something for Christmas. You're, you're getting stuff for everybody else. It's got 21 days of videos, self-assessment, all kind of actions. It's a, it's a mapped out guide of how you can gain clarity, increase your capacity, and ultimately create the legacy that you were born to leave. It won't just be about this year. It'll, it'll help you begin to put a framework in place that's going to help you uh, create decades of generational impact. So this is going to be a great investment. It's going to be available next week on the podcast. We'll put a link in there. You'll get some early access if you listen. And so I encourage you to uh, make the investment in yourself. It's going to be the best investment you make in 2021. I'm convinced if you apply what we're talking about, this really can be your best year ever. And I'm, and I don't know about you, but I'm just really done with, with some of the bad news from this year and, in the political season, I'm ready for that to be over. And I mean, all that stuff, just, yeah, there's just so many things that it's just time to move into a new year. But again, we don't want to wing it. We want to, we want to be strategic in the way we think about it. And, and we want to behave our way to high performance. And that's going to happen this next year. So 2021 is going to be great. I hope you'll make that investment in yourself. You deserve that. You really do. We've been giving you stuff for, for a while here. Uh, hopefully you've been making progress, but this is going to take it to the next level. We've we've created this course. We're we're really pumped about it. So hopefully you will be as well. And one of the things I would challenge you to do is find someone to go through that with you. You might even want to gift that to someone else, and it, it'll be something that you could do together. Uh, I think a partner or two are always better than one. I think somebody with you to help hold you accountable, and you can encourage each other and have some discussions about it. 21 days to your best year ever. It's going to be fantastic. So I uh, hope you'll join me for that. But let's look back at 2020. Last week, we we looked at a couple of things that that I've learned this year, and hopefully they've helped you kind of think about things that you've learned this year. And then I hope some of the things that I shared will will also have stimulated some things in you. I, I said a couple of things last week. I said that adversity is the path of resilience. That, that was where we kind of left off our conversation. I think some of the things that have happened have helped us gain resilience and and be more uh, yeah, be more more able to persevere through some of the things that we will we'll face. What's now really is what's about what's later, and and I think when we when we 
learn in the moment when we fail, when we fall down, when we when we struggle, it actually makes us stronger later on. And then the other thing I said was disruption creates permission. Disruption creates permission. And and I shared about my daughter's wedding and I told her it was the ultimate permission slip when, you know, this thing's going on. You get you as a bride, you can change whatever you want to. We do whatever we want to. And 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 ultimately she was able to move her wedding a month last summer. You heard me talk about that last week. And and it re- it was really great. Uh, but there was some things through that as I was learning that I'm just thinking, what where do I need to Feel permission in my own leadership to do some things different. So I, I want you to uh, continue to work on those things, but also identify the things that you've learned. Well, let me give you a couple more today. As we go into Christmas, there's there's a few more things I think will uh, we'll relate to this week. This week, truthfully, is a hard week for some people. They, there are people right now, you're listening maybe, and, and you feel lonely right now. Maybe you're in a house full of people and you still... Uh, feel alone. And I want to, I want um, us to talk a little bit about isolation today. I think that's one of the things that I've learned this year. I've been around some people and I've actually read some, some stuff this year that depression is at an all all time high. And there, there's some people who are really struggling. And one of the things I've learned is isolation leads to depression. Isolation leads to depression. Loneliness, a lot of times is a choice. We choose to isolate ourselves. And when we do, we are setting ourselves up to be um, just emotionally uh, empty. And, and so if you're in a situation right now where you are feeling uh, depressed, it may be because you have isolated yourself from others around you. There may be other reasons, but one of those reasons sometimes is because we've chosen to live in isolation. And, and sometimes it's easy to feel like we're with people because we're on social media all the time or we're on a screen all the time and we've got noise going in the home, but there's a difference in noise and, and a relationship that is face to face. And so I want to, I want to really encourage you this week during Christmas to surround yourself with some people and really see the people that you're with. It's one thing to be somewhere, but to really be there, to be emotionally present and, and, and physically, you know, engage with someone, you know, eye contact and, and to smile at each other. And there'll be some hugs this week and you'll sit around the table and listen to stories. I encourage you this week. If you're, if you're feeling emotionally drained right now, surround yourself with some people this week and you may not even be able to be physically together, but you can actually be uh, emotionally together. You can, you can, thankfully we do have technology. We do have screens and we have FaceTime and zoom calls and all those things. And maybe there's people across the country that you just need to connect with this week in an intentional way. And so I encourage you to do that. Let's make sure that we learn one of the lessons from this year. And that is that isolation leads to depression. And if there's some things going on in your life right now where you you feel isolated, I encourage you to reach out to a friend or family member. And, and again, just surround yourself with the relationships this week that are going to be life-giving. Here's another thing I learned this year. Uh, you can be You can be physically distant and still be emotionally present. I think there's a there's an important uh, phrase that's been going around this year that we need to social distance from each other. I actually hate that phrase. I think that's kind of stupid, uh, truthfully. I'm, and I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about the CDC or the World Health Organ. I mean, I'm, I, that's not what I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking about, I think there's a difference in in social distancing and and physical distancing. And I think one of the things that we need, obviously, with a virus going around we do need physical distancing, that whole six feet. I mean, that's great. 
but we don't we we really don't need to be socially distant there there's a difference in the two and so what i'm talking about as a leader it is important for us it kind of goes back to what i was saying a minute ago with isolation it is important for us to be leaned in relationally whether we can see someone you know close up physically or not we need to be emotionally present so i want to ask you you know as you think about this year who is it right now that you're not just physically or socially distanced from uh, in, in a in a virus kind of way, or, or, or I'll, I'll say it my way, you're not just physically distanced from, but who are you socially distanced from? Who is it that you really need to reconnect with right now? Are there people this year that you have, you have gotten away from the office and you've gotten away from people and it's, it's been too long since you've checked on someone or reached out to someone. And so I want to, I want to encourage you today to make sure that you are locked in on the people around your life. You don't, you don't not only do you not need to live in isolation, you actually need to make sure others around you are not isolated as well. You do need to lead yourself, but there are other people as a leader, there are other people that you can reach out to and and influence. And so there's some people I'm I'm convinced that that around you that are hurting right now. And as a leader, one of the things you can do is lend them emotional support. Be strong enough emotionally for yourself, but also be strong enough to allow the people around you to borrow some of your strength. So that those are a couple of things that I've learned. Here's another thing that that I think has been a, a big finding for me this year, just a good reminder this year. And that is this, that every day is a gift. Every day is a gift. We are not promised tomorrow. There have been people this year who have lost their lives. There have been people that we know that are no longer here. And all of us are living on, I'll call it borrowed time or gifted time. I believe that God has given each of us uh, every day that we have. And there's a verse in the Bible that says, um, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. He doesn't say, let us rejoice and be glad in the days that we had as we look back on this year. I mean, there are days that have been joyous days. We've had these weddings and a baby, you know, grandbaby that was born this year. Those are, those are, those are great. It's fun to look back and rejoice about things, but that's not what it says. It says, let us rejoice and be glad in this day. It doesn't say let us rejoice and be glad because we might get 2021 and it might be our best year ever. Those are great. And I'm planning for that. And we, you know, we've got a way for us to do that, but it just says, this is the day today. This day is a gift. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And here's the cool thing about that. If you can rejoice and or find joy in this day, and you do that really well, knowing this is the only day I have, you live it like it's your last day. Remember old Tim McGraw, he, he said years ago, live uh, each day, what is it like? L- live like you were dying. I think that's the name of his song. And uh, that song's, you know, that's, that's a cool song, but I'm not talking about bull riding and bungee jumping and all that kind of stuff. Th- those things are cool from the song. It makes a good country song, but I'm talking about bringing your physical and emotional and, and spiritual energy to every conversation you have, bringing your words of positivity, your encouragement. If you do that in every conversation and you add value in every encounter, all of a sudden you'll become a lot more valuable. And I think not only will you bring joy to the people around you, you'll find joy when you do that. So I want to I want to challenge you to view every day as a gift from God. Be, re, or, or not be, but rejoice in it, that day you have. And then here's the cool thing. If you wake up tomorrow and you get another gift, another day, then you get to rejoy. You get to rejoice. You get to have joy all over again if you choose to. And if you don't choose to, uh, then you can just 
let your days kind of flitter away and not realize just how much it is to have how much of a gift it is to have life. So I want to I want to just remind you one of the things I've learned this year is every day is a gift and I, I hope you'll give some thought to that this week with it being Christmas. And then I want to leave you with one uh final thing that I've I, I don't know that I've learned this this year but this is a for the last few weeks uh this has been something that I've been chewing on. There's a there's an old um an old uh Christmas song uh, I think the name of it is Oh Holy Night. I looked this up uh, the other day and I looked it up because I had this phrase from the from the song that I heard. If you, I don't know if I heard it on the radio or whatever. This song must have been playing maybe in a department store. Or I, I wasn't in a department store. I don't know where I was, but I heard this song and I heard the words and this phrase popped out at me. And and I've shared this with a couple of companies that I've you know, had some meetings with them and because I, I, th- I think this is relevant to leaders. And the phrase is, the weary world rejoices. The weary world rejoices. Now, that tells us a couple of things. If you think about the song, the song was written um, about a, a time that happened a couple thousand years ago when the world evidently was weary during that time. We know it was if we know our history. A couple thousand years ago, the world was weary, and that world rejoiced at that time because God sent His Son, Jesus. It's why we have Christmas. It's, it's, we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And so when that baby Jesus came, the weary world rejoiced. I've been thinking about that that little phrase the last few days and I've been asking myself the question is anybody rejoicing or feeling life because of the way I'm living my life? And I want you to ask yourself the question today, are you bringing joy to the people around you, the people who are weary around you? I know a lot of people right now who are weary they're struggling. They've had a really hard year. And isn't it cool that we can live our lives in such a way, maybe we've led ourselves so well that we can live in such a way that the people around us can find joy. I want to challenge you this week as you think back on 2020 to identify the things that you've learned and ask yourself how you need to apply those to your life. But one of the things I really want to ask you to do this week is to look for people around you who are weary. Who is it right now that's struggling, that could use a word of encouragement, who could use a note or a phone call, maybe a special handwritten gift this week? It may not even be a present. It may just be a note. I don't know. But I'm convinced that there are weary people around you right now. And if you will use your strength to bring life to them, not only will they rejoice, not only will they find joy, but you might find even more joy yourself. So let's go live out the the message and meaning of Christmas this week. No matter what you believe, I'm convinced you do know that there are people around you who are weary and you have a responsibility as a leader to make that better for them. So let's go do that. Let's make sure that we have a fantastic week because we leverage what we have to make it better for someone else. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for listening. I hope you'll continue to, to lean in. And next week, uh, I hope you'll join me. We're going to give you a little preview of our course, 21 Days to Your Best Year Ever. It's going to be fantastic. So let's go have a great Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Randy Gravit Leadership Podcast. Please help us spread the word by sharing today's episode with your friends and coworkers. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel on Spotify or through iTunes. You'll find all the links on the media tab at randygravit.com. Now let's go apply what we've learned and lead ourselves well. Remember, 
Leadership begins at home.